I'm probably gonna piss a lot of people off in this video. That's not my intention. Welcome to the show. This is Alex Alexander, and I'm doing another one of these videos where I check out this fella. This is uh, Alex Hormozzi. There he is right on this side. So that's Alex Hormozzi, and I've been watching a ton of his videos because the cat is like a uh, marketing and business guru genius, and uh, I love watching his videos, so I've been uh, playing them here on the channel. So let's go ahead and get started with this one. Uh, you heard him at the beginning. He's talking about stuff that's not real popular but it's important to learn about. So let's hear what Alex has to say. You come here for the uh, unaltered, you know, raw truth. Uh, and so that is what I'm going to try and provide you. Just FYI, my name is Alex Ramosi. I own acquisition.com. We do about $85 million a year in revenue and I have nothing to sell you. So if you noticed, you might notice that uh, little style right there. I wouldn't snatch his style and uh, copy it. And uh, so hope you don't mind, Senor Ramosi. That was a great little formulaic style that you got to your videos. So. I would start using yours and change it into my own little style and uh, it's great style, thanks. And so last night I was at a dinner um, with a couple of entrepreneurs, young, uh, doing a couple million bucks a year and uh, their constraint was so evident to me that I figured I would make a video about it because I think it will be helpful for you as well. A couple of the statements they said throughout the dinner really rubbed me the wrong way, not personally, but just in terms of me looking out for another entrepreneur. Um, they made I am statements, which are, in my opinion, some of the most powerful statements that you speak over yourself about what you believe to be true. Yep. Okay. So what he's talking about right here, it just connected with me. And so that's why I wanted to make this video, um, along with the part about routine, you'll hear that part later. Cause you know, if you've watched any of the stuff that I talk about, uh, on my show, I talk about routines and what I do in the morning and and all this kind of thing. And in the, in a minute, he kind of pokes huge holes in that entire theory. So we'll talk about that in a minute, but let's get back to what he's talking about. Right. Here. Right. And so they said, uh, we are high anxiety people. We, uh, have lots of anxiety and I, I don't even like saying it like myself to make this video for you because of how much I, I hate that type of statement. So that even, you know, I loved whenever he goes into that just a little tiny bit more in his video. And he talks about how even just saying those words, if you don't mean it, your brain hears it and puts it into action anyway. So it's even dangerous to even say those words. That's what I've been talking about whenever we get to these higher levels of higher performance, where little tiny changes, little tiny tweaks, little tiny things you can mess with your mind and cause yourself trouble by like speaking these kind of things over yourself in trying to get ourselves to the really higher levels we're doing like playing with our minds and we're like programming our own minds and so these are some of the pitfalls that he's talking about and you know whenever i first heard this video i saw it and i watched the whole video and he goes into it a little bit more into depth some of the stuff that i cut out that was kind of you know tough like you know, talking about how it's, uh, well, we'll get into it in a minute. Let's go back to Alex. The second thing uh, I heard later on in the conversation, they said something to the degree of, um, I'm an all or nothing type person. Like I either have to, you know, go full send mode when I go out or uh, I can't drink. Uh, Any of you like that? 
I know a lot of us entrepreneurs are that way. A lot of us folks that are pushing for the top, you know, whenever we focus on something, that's kind of one of the tools. That's kind of one of uh, a tool and he's calling it a crutch. So, you know, let's make sure that if we're using these type of tools to pay attention and not let them become a crutch. Okay, tell us a little bit more about it. Or a different example of that same concept would be like, I either have to, you know, train really hard and, and you know, take, take all the supplements, right, in the, in the meantime, or I, or I just sit on the couch and eat Oreos, right? Do you think that that belief serves you? That you are all or nothing? That you will have to go full send mode or you have to stay in? That's really the important part. These tools that we use, we have to reevaluate them occasionally and say, does this serve me or not? And he's making a really great valid point here about how we can take these tools, how we can take these methods, these techniques to get to higher levels. And David Goggins talks about this too. You can uh, Google David Goggins and go watch some of his videos where he talks about he, uh, he was overweight and uh, he started running marathons and like he trained for I don't know, I think a week and ran a marathon and like blew out his knees and caused his, his body problems. And so a lot of the things that he talks about is you can force your body, your, your mind can force your body to do it and you'll wear out your body, beat up your knees, wear out your body, wear out your brain, wear out your emotions, wear out your heart and soul. And so we got to be careful how much juju we're putting on stuff. That's a, that's a whole nother kind of topic more like a personal topic, but let's talk, let's hear what, uh... um, and I've told this story before in the past, but I'll, I'll say it again. I used to tell people that I was bad at math. Most people now would never consider that I was bad at math. People would say I'm pretty good at math. Right. Does and that I sound thought familiar? I was bad at math until I was 26. Think about that for a second. Like until I was 26, I thought I was bad at math. Like, isn't that crazy? Right. And I say this because there are so many beliefs that we, we speak over ourselves, these traits that we claim to have, we claim them right as though they are ours, but they are not. And so if we can change the way we speak, we will change the way we live because we change the way we think. Man, that's really foundational and key right there. We change the way we think, we change the way we speak, change the way we live. And it goes the other way too. We change the way we speak, changes the way we think, and changes the way we live. Tell us about it, Big Al. Number one. Number two thing that came up. So one was obviously all the I am statements, the, uh, what I would say, you know, limiting character traits is they talk about their own traits, but the traits are not things that serve them. And so if you have traits that you speak of yourself, you, you have to ask yourself, does this serve me? Does this serve me? Is this going to help me accomplish the goals that I have? And if it doesn't, then stop saying it. So, so that's a really good one. Does this serve me? Do these statements that I'm making serve me? Because I mean, that's, that's really what it comes down to we get to and have to listen to ourselves all day every day and we get to choose whether we listen to anybody else but we're listening to ourselves all day every day so what are we saying to ourselves we're making these kind of i am statements that he's talking about right not going to go so well for us let's see what he has to say here's the second thing they did that was kind of the red flag for me i'm partially making this because i'm sure they're going to watch it crutches are dangerous superstition is dangerous what I mean by that is that we have these things that we do on these routines that we set. And the thing is, is if we become dependent on the routine, we actually become weaker as a result of it. Whenever you use terms like I have to, I must, I, I sh we should, uh, I need to, these are all things that you're making statements about how the world must be when you have no control over it. Oh, that's really good. He said, 
When you're making these, uh, I have to have it this way, you're making statements about things that are outside of your control. I have to get this amount of sleep. Well, what, what if you get sick? I mean, you, you know, you can control as many things as you can control. There are some things in this world that are out of our control. They're going to mess up our sleep, mess up our relationship. People get sick, people die, people's schedules change, people move away, all kinds of different things change. And if we make it so focused on what we have to do in order to be a certain way, I have to have this is what he's talking about. Man, it's brilliant. And so if I wanted to conquer somebody who is a competitor of mine, I would hope, I would pray that they have crutches and superstitions that I can exploit. I tell you what, the day that he made this video, I had... Um, I watched this video a couple days ago and then sure enough, I, I was kind of like bristled by it. I was kind of like annoyed. I was like, oh, whatever, this guy is kind of like bad mouthing routines and bad mouthing a lot of the stuff that's important to me. And um, exactly like you said, some people are going to get pissed off about this video. That was me. And I was looking at it going, man, he's, he's picking apart some of the stuff that's important to me. And then so I took the time and picked it apart a little bit too and paid attention and, and realized and remember that a lot of these habits and routines, the military coins, my watches, the things that are around, the habits and, and, and things that are in our lives, they only have the, the meaning that we imbue them with, that we, that we give to them, that we put into them. Imbue is like to insert and, and, and fill it up with. So we can fill up something with the emotion and the thought that we choose. And so what he's talking about right here is being very, very careful with how we do that because we can get ourselves into binds. We can get ourselves into like emotional. It's like when you start drinking coffee in the beginning, you feel better. And then over time, you need to drink coffee just to feel normal. And so then the benefit that coffee confers is gone. And so if you really want to get benefits from things, then you need to cycle the things that you do, which means inherently you're not going to have a routine because the things that you're doing are constantly changing, which give you the temporary flux or benefit that it will confer to you as a result of it being novel, if you're going to do it. So that's what I've been doing. And it's funny that he's on this because I, I keep trying new things. And so um, one of the things I've been talking about is I listen to everybody, I pay attention to everybody, I read a lot, I listen to a lot, I have a bunch of uh, gurus, mentors, people like that I, I listen to, pay attention to, have phone calls with, all that kind of thing. And then I ignore them all. I take all of the information they give me and I apply it to my situation that I'm going through right now in this time because everything that they've been going through was their roadmap of how they were successful at their time with their situation. And so I gather enough and I take all the little pieces and I put it and I get real selfish about it because it only I take all those little pieces and apply them for what's going to help me benefit my community, my family, my business, the people that I'm benefiting. So let's go on, Alex. But most people don't do it that way. Instead, they become dependent on these superstitions about how they must go to bed every night, how they must fall asleep and what they must take and what they, how they have to have their mornings or what. Or they create a punishment for themselves or I can't be productive or I'm, I can't think it straight or I'm, I'm really, really agitated all day. Okay, so this is exactly what I'm talking about. During this part of the video, I'm like, whatever, whatever. And then sure enough, today, exactly what he's talking about happens to me. Exactly, exactly what he's talking about. I get up, have all these issues, all these little uh, annoying problems. Can't find this. This is over there. All of my routine is off. Didn't have all the stuff to have my drinks. Didn't have my this for that. And so what happened? Exactly what he's describing. 
all of my routines are crumbling around me, right? So all of my emotions are crumbling around me too. And I started to feel it and I go, that freaking Hormozy, exactly what he was talking about the other day. I'm falling down to exactly what he was talking about. I'm making myself vulnerable to exactly what he was talking about. And so what was I able to do? I was able to pull back a little bit and, and change the routine, take some breaths, get reset. And I mean, not even, not even uh, having to rely on these tools anymore because those tools that had sorted, they had started to become crutches. You can go through like a little, it's kind of a growth phase. So what he's talking about, cycling through different routines and stuff, constantly adding in new stuff, taking out old stuff, keeping the stuff that works. That's something that I've been going through for a couple of years. And so as I'm getting a little bit stagnant, as I'm a little bit dependent on them, thanks, Mr. Hermosi, for throwing out this video because you pointed out what was winding up being a, a big challenge coming up for me. So I'm going to be going through cycling, just like he's talking about. Let's go on. It's so weak. It makes you so non-resilient. Yeah, no joke. It was really kind of a hassle to be going through it yesterday and today. That I would hope to compete against. Yeah, well, you know, I'm good now, so. You know what I mean? I, I would hope that because I would just hope that something interrupts your magical routine yeah, and then did. fucks you for the day. Not anymore. Right? I've always had the belief that I'd like to be able to sleep on a cot somewhere and be just as effective in a cot with, you know, in a corner, in a closet as somebody who has to have every single aspect of their life completely dialed in. Okay. That's one of the ways that I've been able to uh, pull back from it and to acknowledge and notice the uh, problem. And so I did that exactly what you're talking about living on a cot, not exactly a cot. I'll tell my story real quick. Some people, you know, some people know me and I'll just tell my story before I got out here in Hawaii for three years, I was working in the oil field, 80 to hundred hours a week, living in a 30 foot by eight foot travel trailer, like a, like a camping trailer. And so for three years, I was working about 80 hours a week, driving truck, working in the oil field, roused about turning wrench. And um, it was pretty tough work. It was hard, it was dirty, it was physical, it was sweaty, it was oily, muddy, bloody knuckles. Um, it, was, it was a tough job. So I did that for three years to have the money to come out here to Hawaii. Get out here to Hawaii, now I was living in a van parked in front of the first house for us to rehab, to own the land, to buy the next one, to keep building it. So exactly what you're talking about, living on a cot, sleeping in a van, taking your, your getting rid of all these comforts and still being able to perform. That's that, uh, inner, that inner strength that, uh, you know, I was able to develop and it worked out. Let's see what he has to say about it some more. Number one, be incredibly cognizant of the things that you speak of yourself. When you make, I am statements, they are the strongest statements that you can make because they are deeply embedded beliefs about what you believe about yourself. Does this belief serve me? If it does not, stop fucking saying it, period. And say something else, right? Or at the very least, if you feel compelled to have to describe this thing, then say, I have a tendency or I struggle with behaviors that are this way, rather than I am. Be incredibly weary of the superstitions and routines and religion that you adhere to, that you claim is the source of your productivity, creativity, alertness, mental well-being, subject, you know, happiness, whatever it is. And a lot of people speak limiting beliefs over themselves. They claim traits that do not serve them and they make superstitions and crutch that make them weaker rather than stronger. So that's what I've been doing. And so 
that's uh, you know I, I'm really glad that I realized it before I really got into like a deep deep routine deep hard to break or anything like that but I can feel it heading this direction so I've been making changes to keep it going in the right direction you have to be able to succeed independent of circumstance that you create Wow you have to be able to succeed independent of circumstance that you create and there's something really deep in there we as entrepreneurs tons of us we're not out even trying to make money we're trying to fill all these problems inside of us so we use the business to solve these problems inside of us and that might sound kind of woo woo or whatever but it's the way that it is so not doing that is doing what he's talking about you are source not reaction. I like that. You're a source, not reaction. That was Alex Hormozy. Thank you, sir. It was uh, that 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 right at the end that struck me. You are source, not reaction. And I'll tell you one of uh, this is this is my secret. I've had this 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 is literally a secret. I've never really shared this with. I've probably shared this about two or three people. I'm only going to tell you about 90% of it because there's 10% of it that's uh, that's important to never tell anybody. So this is how to be source. So when I talk about source, I talk about creating a feeling without needing a chemical, another person, a situation, TV, a screen, your phone, your girlfriend, your wife, your parents' approval, a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of toot toot, none of that. Being able to create these emotions and these strengths from with inside of you, that source. And so to me, the way I did it, and this is just a trick I've used and you can use it or ignore it, whatever. It's a free video. So the, uh, the, the trick that I use for source, I call it the secret joke. And the secret joke is one person only knows this joke. Only one person in the entire world knows this joke. It's you. You're the only person that knows it. It's a silly, 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 ridiculous, silly joke that you keep in your mind that you never, ever, ever, ever share with anyone ever. It's only for you. And it's a little something that you can think of. And I tell you, if you start doing it, it's going to amaze you the way that works. I've been doing it for years and I, I've never shared, I've never shared my secret joke with anybody and you can keep it inside of you and you can make yourself, I have to be careful. If I, if I really think about it too much, I get the giggles and I can't stop. It's really, it's an amazing, amazing thing to be able to keep that one secret joke just for yourself and keep it deep inside of you and don't let anybody else ever know it. And it, it can be your source. It can be a, a tiny little seed. Again, biblical, that, that little tiny seed, that little faith that the happiness is going to come, you know? Yeah, it's a book that talks about that kind of thing. Anyway, um, you know, like I said, I wouldn't steal my, uh, my little sign-off from Hormozy over there. Let's see him real quick again. Let's say goodbye to him. So there's Alex. Bye, Alex. It was great to have you on the program. Hopefully we'll get you live one of these days. And uh, thanks for all the info. If you don't know me, my name is Alex Alexander. And I run Hawaii Escape Co. here in beautiful downtown Kailua, Kona, Hawaii. And we sell agricultural land out in Ocean View, Hawaii. 
And we don't have any kind of program. We don't have anything else to sell you, just land. The videos here are just to kind of help you get on any kind of track that might help you have a better life. Me, I was able to change my life by buying land here in Hawaii and living off grid and uh, growing myself into being a better person. And I did that by watching free videos on YouTube and the internet. And I learned a whole bunch from people who just put out free videos. So now I make videos like this too. So hopefully that somebody else out there sees it and doesn't have to stay broke the way that I was. From downtown Kailua Kona, this is Alex Alexander. Aloha.